Hey, it's Neville here, and welcome to Friday, May 28th, 2021 of the Stupid Email. And stupid, as you know, means swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. So let's start today with the swipe. Now, this is an illustration of an old-timey, like, Rolls-Royce-looking car, and it's got this big, kind of, like, ghosty-looking figure grabbing onto it and dragging it down, like, airy figure. And then there's a newer version of the car that's far more aerodynamic and sleek, and you see the guy's trying to grasp on, but he can't because the car is so aerodynamic. So this is an old like 1930s drawing that shows how better the newer cars are aerodynamically than those old boxy cars. So when they first made those boxy cars, they were all slow and sluggish, but as they got faster, they realized aerodynamics was a big part of it. And so this was a campaign to show the different aerodynamic things. So I love it when a picture alone can convey all the information without a single word of text. And this is just an illustration, no text, and it does the job perfectly. Bravo. Um, here is a thought, and it's about simplicity. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be clever. It can just be simple. So a lot of people try to give very uh, big explanations whenever they write copy. I see this all the time. They sit down and write some long paragraph. I'm like, can you just say this in one sentence, right? Like, like, what's the bare minimum you could do to make this work? Or what's the fastest way to say this? And do you need all this text? Do all these pictures and words and stuff earn their pixels? Or is there an easy way to say this? Basically, what you're trying to do when you're conveying information is try to convey information the fastest way possible. So if you don't need to write an entire blog post, maybe it could just be a tweet. Maybe you don't need a 12-minute YouTube video. Maybe you just need a short little Instagram story. You know, Whatever it is, make it simpler. So if you're working on something and it's getting big and annoying and long, just try to make it simple. Just simple. All right, so here is something uplifting. David Ogilvy has a wonderful quote on features versus benefits. And he says, the key to success is to promise a consumer a benefit, like better flavor, wider wash, more miles per gallon, a better complexion. So here are some examples of this in action. So for example, a feature is pure saccharin flavored, whereas the benefit of that is tastes like a party in your mouth. You see what I mean? So the feature is like pure saccharin flavor, which is like technically what it has, but then the benefit is like, how does that affect my life, right? So it tastes like a party in your mouth. Uh, here's another one, uh, a feature. This detergent has a surfactant of ethoxy sulfate. Okay, so I have no idea what that means. What's the benefit to me? So the benefit would be this detergent makes your whites sparkle, right? And then here's another one. Uh, a feature is high efficiency gas usage. Or, and the benefit could be from Austin to Dallas and back on one tank, right? So the feature is like the actual thing, like it has a easy to reach on and off button. And the benefit would be something like, so you don't have to fumble around with it at night to turn it off, right? So remember to always promise a benefit, not just features. I see a lot of engineers do this. Um, I'm, I'm a, a victim of this also, that sometimes I'll just promise the features and people are like, well, how does that help me, right? So always remember to show the benefit. Um, here's an interesting picture you can't see, but if you go to copywritingcourse.com, you can. And it's, I recently got my garage fully painted as a gigantic chalkboard. So it's like this like dark blue color. And this was the worst paint we've ever had to deal with. The painter was just like, I'm never going to do this again. He put like seven coats of this stuff and it doesn't really settle well. It doesn't dry well, it's runny. It was no good. Um, and it was very, very, very difficult to find. It took us like actually many, many months to just acquire all the paint necessary uh, because most people do not paint entire garages with this paint. It's generally just like a small chalkboard area. So I recently finally got it done and we're still setting up the garage, but I've been playing around with drawing on the walls and using 
white chalk and yellow chalk and 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 all sorts of colors chalk, which surprisingly show up pretty cool. So if you see this, uh, you can see the see the progress of the garage and how we're painting like a landscape and stuff. It's kind of it's kind of neat so far. I'm glad we did it. Anyways, uh, here's something interesting. Um, one of the best copywriters in the world, Joe Sugarman, outlined 24 different psychological triggers that get people to buy things. And he made this in his book uh, called Advertising Secrets of the Written Word, which has now been renamed to Adweek Copywriting Handbook. And here's a list of psychological triggers that he mentioned. I'm not gonna go through each and every one, but I'm gonna just like quickly rapid fire name these out. So for example, number one is feeling of involvement or ownership. And what he means by that is that if someone feels involved or has ownership of a product, they are more likely to recommend it, buy it, et cetera. Um, honesty, if you're honest about the product and he tells this example of this thermostat he sold that was super ugly, but it was really functional. And the headline of it was like, this is the ugliest thermometer I've ever seen, but it works really well. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna rapid fire the next uh, couple. So number three was integrity. Number four was credibility. Number five, value and proof of value. Number six, justify the purchase. Number seven, greed. Anyways, you can read the whole list um, online. They're, they're, they're pretty good. Until this day, I frequently revisit this list of triggers to get ideas for sales and promotions. And uh, here's a drawing. So the easiest trick to make your writing better is to remove buzzwords. And so there's a drawing on the left, it says buzzwords, and it says, discover synergy with career advancement specialists dedicated to the vision of a future in which you are compensated in a manner in which you deserve. And there's a discover button after that. And that's a lot of buzzwords in one sentence to almost the point where you're like, what does this mean? And on the right, it's, it has no buzzwords and it just says highest paying job search. Join the number one job search site for $100,000 plus jobs, sign up. That's it. So instantly, like we know what that means. Like there's no, there's no getting around that. Like we know what that means. So that is a example of buzzwords. And here's some, here's exam examples of like buzzwords and the simpler version. So for example, if someone says this is really substantial. Uh, a simple version means like, this is a lot. <laughs> uh, someone's saying this is emblematic of, you could just say it means this, or that is so sublime. You could just say that's good right? Or due to the fact can be simplified to because. And so basically there's all these different words that are like large and sound cool, but you don't need to sound cool. The point uh, is to get your goal, your problem. The, the point is to get your point across. Okay. So you don't need to use really long buzzwords. Anyways, that has been the stupid email for Friday, May 28th, 2021. And of course, stupid means swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. My name is Neville Medora. Hope you enjoy this. Talk to you later. Bye.